Rabbi Isaiah, good Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos Kodesh. Parshas Vayetze, Erev Shabbos Kodesh, holding already the eighth day of Kislev. This recording, this podcast is being recorded in Chutzlar. It's, it's late at night. I've traveled and Baruch Hashem. I was Mekayim, uh, what it says in this week, Parshas Vayetze. I'm in the Golas. And uh, you can definitely feel that the Yitzhiya to the Golas is a different Madrega. But Baruch Hashem, I've had a lot of Nachas, and I really want to share Tivri Chizuk and Tivri Brach as best as I can in order to get out this podcast before Shabbos. I know people wait for it. This evening we had a wonderful, wonderful Chonchmuz and a Kumzitz at one of our Neryakov Talmidim's house. In North Miami Beach, the new Rav of the Young Israel of Greater 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 Miami, and that's Rabbi Yaakov Barmer, whom we have a lot of nachas from. And we had many Talmidim and friends and parents that were there, and uh, because it was Hanukkah, we sang the Yavanim song. And uh, before we speak a little bit about the parsha, I just want to mention one of the things that I meant that I said was that. We have to recognize when we come to a community, we see the growth of the community. And especially, I feel that Ner Yaakov has planted tremendous seeds throughout the many, many years. And we now see the fruits of our labors. We have to be thankful to HaKadosh Baruch We want to give a bracha to everybody. That everyone should be oila, everyone in their places. Everyone should have a lot of siyat to So the parish is the parish of Vayetze. And it speaks about Yaakov Avinu, who has to leave his home in order to run away from his brother Esau. We're all familiar with the story. And Vayela Charona, he goes to Charon. And the Sulam, the Mutzavarza, Roshim Shemaima, the Malachim, Yordim boy, and then the Haftocha from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will watch over him. And then the Parsha continues and it speaks about the, um, the episode of meeting again up with Lavan, and the the fact that Lavan tricks him and he ends up having to spend more years than he had planned, he ends up marrying both Rachel, first Leia, then Rachel. And the, the Paul Parsha is a Parsha, which the Balaturim says already, it's a Parsha Stuma. And he explains that the Parsha Stuma is not necessarily the normal Parsha Stuma, but he says that there's no, we see there's no, uh, have six in the in the parsha, but the main reason he says is because Yaakov Avinu had to hide himself from Esav. He was a hidden a hidden entity, so to speak. We know that when he left, um, when he left Beersheva to go to Chara, and so he went to the yeshiva of Shein Ve'ever for fourteen years. And the language that's used, I think, by Chazal is a little. He was matmin himself. He hid himself. And it's a lesson that when a person wants to remove himself from the Aesops of the world, then the only way is to be matman himself, is only to make himself like a hatmana, like we know in Shabbos, we cover over the items that's called hatmana. And the only way that Yaakov could somehow shake off the effect of Aesop running after him was, in order, was being, being, being literally uh, hiding himself in the Beis Medrash. And I mentioned tonight that there was a great, great... Uh, uh, accolade to the to the community here and really to the, all the communities the shuls, the Batakinesias and the Batamidrashas 
which we find throughout the Jewish world. These are the places of Atmana of the Jewish people. And I mentioned that Rabbi Schneir Cutler had once told me that Lassid Mitzvah that Lakewood was going to move to Eretz Yisrael. I asked him for a bracha to allow my son Dober to go into Lakewood when he got older. He was a young boy, and Rabbi Schneir laughed. He says, Rabbi Yeshua, by that time already, the yeshiva will have a place in Eretz Yisrael. And I always reminded myself of that story, even though it didn't come to fruition while Rabbi Schneir was alive. But we know we have Avtacha. Avtacha is Asidin, but the Knesset, but the Medrasha Shabbat Lalas Eretz Yisrael, and uh, that's the Pshat. The Gemara, the Gemara is, are there old people living in Babel? And the Gemara says yes. And the Gemara asks, how could it be? Well, we know what the pasuk says in Man Yirbu Yemeichem Apnei Adama. It says the only time you have Rebuy of life of days is only when you're sitting in Eretz Yisrael. So how could you have old people living in Babel sitting in so the Gemara answers, "Kivin the Mekadmi Mechashkin about the Kedushit, about the Kedushta, about the Medrash. Is this to get up early in the morning, and they stay up late at night? It means their places of real value are the Bata Medrashos and the Bata Kedushias. They go to Shul and they go to Daven, and they go to hear a Shir. So therefore, the way we explained it, they're like embassies, and therefore you're not when you're since the Kedusha of the basic Knesses is Asidin Lalas or Yisrael." So it comes out that you're actually living in the land of Eretz Yisrael. So when we take a look at a shul, we take a look at a base medrash, and we're surrounded in the gullahs, and we're biyitzia, then we should know that the place to be matman itself is in the Batim Medrashas. And this is one of the lessons that we should learn from this week's parsha. And I said that, you know, one of the Talmudim drove me out of Miami, and getting into Miami, tremendous, tremendous traffic jams, because... Leoleinu, the, there's a tremendous art show here in, in, in Miami and in Florida, and it's a whole thing, and people come from around the world. And I said that there's no question in my mind that those things are things which will not have a lasting effect. What has a lasting effect? The people that built shuls, the people that built shiurim, that go to shiurim, the people that, that do what the Torah says, those are the areas which are going to have everlasting validity. And um, what else can we say? Volby writes that whenever it says in the beginning of a parsha, speaks about a certain personality. So we should know that's really the yesoid of the whole parsha. So the Rashi says, Vayetze, it should have just said, Why do you have to say that he left? We already knew where he left. When the tzaddik leaves the city, it has an effect. Shibizman Shatarik Bayir, when the Tzadik is in the city, who Hoida, who Ziva, who Hadara. He is the Hoid, he is the glory, he is the countenance. And then there's a lesson of Hadara. It's not easy to translate the word Hadara is. The the Maral explains that these are three different meters. One is Yir Shamayim, that's the lesson of Hoid, that's the mitzvahs that the Tzadik keeps. The Ziv is the Chachma. That's the, 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 the Chachma that he teaches as Ziva Chachma. And Hadara is the Midas Toivis. Those are the good Midas. And I saw that Rav Sternbach Shlita brings down that from here we learn out that the main attributes of a Talmud Chacham is to have these three attributes Yer Shemayim and Chachma and the Indian of Midas Toivis.
Tonight I spoke a little bit about the Midas Tavis of the great Gedolim that I had this chus to meet. And we mentioned one of them was of Shach Zetzal, and the story which I said over not so long ago, when he would uh, acted in such a fashion for Reb Chaim Walken by sending him money every month. And generally, just all the Gedolim, they always are measured by the Gemila, these three three attributes, Yer Shemayim, Chachma, and Midas Tavis. And those are the attributes. As we go into Golos, we should recognize that when we carry with us the Ziv and the Haid, then even if we leave the city, but it remains within us. The second thing we want to speak about is the Kayach of Tefillah. In the parasha, it speaks about Vayifka Bamokam Mayolan Sham Kiva Shemesh. And Rashi says, Lushin Tfilok Mabal Tifkabi. We see that Yitzchok, that Yaakov was Mesak and Tfilis Arvis. So I brought down that one of the swarm, they bring down a very interesting insight that Yaakov Avinu was Mesak and Tfilis Arvis. But how did it happen? It happened, Kiva Hashemesh, that the Chama, it suddenly set, Shaloi Bein Nasser, Rashi says, in order that he should sleep in that spot. We know he was on his way to Haran. He passed by the Makkah of Migdash, but he didn't dive in there. He went to Charon. And then when he got there, all of a sudden he reminded himself, Oy, I was in such a hush of a spot, and like the Makkah Migdash, and I didn't dive in. So he went back and he was able to come back. And that's when he had the dream, the Sula Mutsavarza. I saw Brother Akasha. Why is it that Tfilis Arvis was, was uh, created by Yaakov Avinu Dafka in such a matzah where it, it happened suddenly? You could have Tfilis Marv like all the other Tfilis. You have Shachris, you have Mincha. It didn't happen in a sudden fashion. The answer is that the concept of Marv, we know, is Amunas Chabalelos. It represents the relationship that Yaakov Avinu brings to, to play. That no matter what the matzah is, no matter how dark it is, the Cheshchas Hagolos, a person can always uh, maintain a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what Yaakov was Mesach and Tfilis Arvis to teach us, no matter how difficult the Golos is, and no matter how difficult the Cheshch is, but this, a person still has a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And here there's an added effect, that even though it took place in a sudden fashion, it was like Kivo HaShemesh, he wasn't even expecting it. When a person knows that, you know, like let's say the long uh, summer days, you know, you have a long day and then you're expecting the nighttime to come. So a person has time for him to set himself. But we know now, all of a sudden, Erev Shabbos is very, very early and, and, and nighttime is very early. It's almost Kivo HaShemesh. It's teaching us a lesson. The lesson is that even when things become very, very chayshik and very dark, but the gullus slaps us in the face, so to speak. It's about Pisad. And it's not like... A, the rose, but it's not roses. All of a sudden, things become very difficult. Uh, a person can have illnesses. Uh, a person uh, wanted to 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 have parnasa, and he lost his parnasa. He should always recognize, no matter how difficult the matzav is, Yaakov was masak and tefilas mayriv in a matzav of chayshich, which came suddenly. And how does a person maintain that relationship with the kodesh baruch that's the Kesher that he has with the Rabbana Shalom. He was on his way to Kharana. Kharana is a remez to Kharan Af. That there was a place of anger. Within the midst of the anger of a Baruch Hu, there's still a Kayach 
And what's the Koyach at that point? It's the Lashon Vayifka or Vayiftsar, as Rashi says. It's that a person should stand up and literally turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu with all of his heart. And he says, the, you are my father, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And even in the midst of the darkness, HaKadosh Baruch Hu listens to him. And I think this is a tremendous lesson. We just had a, trem- uh, a, a, a very big tragedy. We mentioned that already last week with the, 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 the bombing and the death of a young boy from Harnov. And then subsequently another person passed away, an Ethiopian Jew, also a lovely Jew, who unfortunately was taken away from his, fam- from his family. And it's, it's, you know, Kibah Hashem, which happens very, very quickly. But Klai Yisrael does not lose its Bitochen and HaKadosh Baruch And I think this is a tremendous lesson. When in the midst of the Golas, the Parshav of Vayetze, which, which represents Yaakov Avinu, and Yaakov Avinu is teaching us the way we get through the Golas is Vayifka B'Mokam Sham, even Kibo Hashemesh, but the Koyach of Tefillah is something which we carry with us. I mentioned something tonight that uh, really negate to last week's parsha, um, when it speaks about the fact that, we want to say over the Vorto, that Yaakov Avinu, when he had a trick, uh, Yitzchak, to give him the brachas, so it says that he put on the big dechamudas, and Yaakov of Yitzchak said, I smell the smell of my son, and it's it's got the smell of the field. And Rashi points out, he kissed him, and he says, and therefore he gave a bracha to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Rashi brings down, he gave the reach of Sada Tapuchim, of the fields of Tapuchim. And where do we find this concept of the Sada Tapuchim? It's really the Lashon of the Zayar. And we say it on every uh, Shabbos when we sing Askin Sudasa. We spoke about the Chakal Tapuchin, Kaddishin, the holy fields of the Tapuchin. Why Dafka Tapuchin? Another question we want to raise is that, uh, we, uh, you know, I mentioned today that, that I, I, I had an apple, and the apple was red on the outside and white on the inside. And I asked the question, did anyone ever think about why apples are red on the outside and white on the inside? Well, it's just the way apples are made. But the Meshkich Revolbi brings down from the shame of Rabbi Yerucham that the Tapuach represents the Koychus of, of Din, which is red, and Lavan, which is the Indian of Chesed. And it's the Mizug, the Tapuach has within it both Din and Chesed. And what happens is in Gan Eden, we're, we were Mitzarif the Chesed with the Din. And that's the Midah of Gvura, Yaakov Avinu, excuse me, the Midah of Teferis. Yaakov Avinu is the Bechir Shabbos, and he is able to bring out the synthesis of, of Din together with Chesed, together with Rachamim. And that's the Indian of the Chakal Tapuchin. Chakal Tapuchin Kadishin. These are the holy, the holy, holy um, fruits. But the Mashkir says we don't have physical fruits in Gan Eden. What we have is we have the maizim toivim that a person does. That's the, the beautiful smell that's in Gan Eden. And that's when a person is able to use the mizuk of din and rachim together. Then he's able to create a field of tapuchim. 
And this is what um, Yitzchak felt when he smelled the big day chamudais. He was as kareh This really answers a question because we know that Yaakovinu got the big day chamudais from Esav. Esav got it from Nimrod. Nimrod got it from other Marishan. So why does Yitzchak say that I um, I, I smell the smell and it smells like the Reh Hasada of Gan Eden, of Chakal Tapuchin. Mechaira, he should have smelt it already when Esav had it on. The answer is, Esav, even if you'll give him the Big Dei Chambudas, even if you'll give him the ability for him to be able, to, have, to, be able to, 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 to carry it with him, but he doesn't know how to create the synthesis of Din and Chesed. Only Yaakov Avinu. By him, it was a natural thing. As soon as you put on the big Dechambudas, it became naturally that part of the Teva was that a person knows how to associate between Din and Chesed. I heard a, a story about a great Rosh Hashiva, and there was a boy in the Yeshiva that he ended up having to have to throw out, but he didn't want to do it on his own So for a certain reason. So he sent someone else, a hush of a person, to, to tell the Bacha. For whatever reason, that Bacha had to leave the Yeshiva because the Bacha did something which really was against all the rules and regulations and the grain of the yeshiva. So this person went and he asked that bacher, he said, you have to leave. And the bacher left. And a few weeks later, this particular Talmud Chacham that had thrown out the boy goes to the yeshiva's office and he's, the yeshiva happened to be Rabbi Yitzchok Kutner, and he hears inside, there's someone that's inside and they're talking and they're laughing. And then a half hour later, this person walks out and this Talmud Chacham saw that was the person that he threw out. So he went into Rav and he said, Rebbe, I can't believe it. You told me to throw the Bachar out. And now you're sitting and talking with him? So Rav said, Be'yamin, Mekarev, Mesmol, Yerachek. The Pshad is that Rav held that he could have a relationship with this Bachar. He couldn't have him in the yeshiva because he had, he had uh, done something which was against the grain of the yeshiva. And it was a hezek for yeshiva, but personally, he still has to what? He still can have a relationship with him and try to save him, and that's the midah of chesed and rachmim together. Uh, Rabbi Yaakov Marmer mentioned tonight a story, which I won't see all the details. He said when he first night when he came to Nir Yaakov, there was some custom which wasn't the normal, and all of a sudden there were fires on Rechov Press, and then Yaakov was one of the culprits, and. He said that I called him into the office and I said, Yaakov, you can't stay in the yeshiva. You have to get out. Uh, what's the going out? The going out was we gave him a punishment. He had to go to one of the rabbeim and he had to stay at that rabbi's house. And that rabbi, that was his punishment. He said, the punishment was, I have to send you out of the yeshiva, but I want you to be in an environment where we can be makai of you. And I really have to truly say, when I take a look today and to see what Rabbi Yaakov has become, and many, many Talmidim, many of them were there tonight, be very, very proud, the Mizug of Chesed and Din Rabbi Zai. And this is what we should take out of the Parshas Vayetze, and hopefully with the Koyach of Tefillah, with the concept of the Ziva, the Hadar, and the Shechina, will be Zoycher Mitzvah Shem, that this Shabbos should be a Shabbos, with Tiferes, we should be Zoycher Mitzvah Shem, brachas for all of Klai Yisrael, wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos, all the way from Miami Beach, Florida, and may we be zeicher to the Gula Shleimim here of Yemenu Amen Vamein Asidim Batukinasiyas Shabuchutz Laretz Lalas Laretz Yisrael. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank 
jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it'd be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.